0: Before we start today's show, I want to say thank you uh, to every single person that reached out and said some kind words about Kiki after yesterday's episode, or some consoling words to me, or even if you just thought them, because I don't know that I would reach out to a podcast host to say anything, to be honest with you. That's just my personality. I'm kind of I'm kind of introverted, kind of shy. But even if you just thought good thoughts, I really appreciate that after yesterday's episode. I want to make that very clear. That's why I love this podcast and this community that we are building together. Because when I'm going through stuff, I've got you guys. And then when you're going through stuff, you've got the whole podcast families back. You've got the certified families, um, the uh, uh, Facebook group. they there to love you through everything. And it's just – it's a really cool, supportive group. I hope you feel that. So thank you so much for that. Okay. Now, in other news, how much of your family secrets should you let your kids into? Because if he finds this out about his dad – Oh, I don't know how his life's going to go. Need your help today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. If you're new, you're probably like, what is this all about? (laughs) That was a weird transition between those two topics. Yeah, it's a podcast I do with my mom every single day. It's uh, live, laugh, and love your mom. We live, we share our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom. It's my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I woke up from an interesting, or into an interesting situation from my nap. We're actually recording this about an hour earlier than we typically do. Uh, I don't even know if they'll be talking about this, to be honest with you. So let's not make a big deal out of it. It might actually get cut from tomorrow's podcast. I don't really know the protocol right now, as <laughs> nor do they. Uh, I. It's always a, a, a gut sinking feeling. It's the first time I've had it, but I'm sure many of you have come across the situation uh, where I have my, my mask around my face right now. Like, what am I doing? Hang on one second. Let me get ready for this <laughs> podcast over here. I'm like an amateur over here today. Um, I, I do that on the radio show all the time. I'll just like, cause we're kind of running out of the studio. So I'll just pull it down, you know, like around yeah, my, around my chin and then,
1: you just, know, like, Ma- mask on. Yeah. Maggie's here today, you know, so yeah. we're wearing our mask indoors because she's, she was gone, you know, a week ago. Right. <laughs> and, and I came home from the, um, grocery store and maggie's been upstairs most of the day working yeah and, and jim was like um you can take your mask off i was like <laughs> oh okay. it's been yeah. like 30 40 minutes i had been wearing it around I hadn't even thought you're, about
0: it you're gonna be okay yeah it's, it's just it's just funny it's so used to wearing it like I, I wear it in the car now usually too it's not because and i always think people look so silly driving around with them on their faces <laughs> and then i do it all the time i just forget i have it on you know
1: <laughs> exactly
0: Uh, So I, I wake up to a text from my, from my boss, Tom. It's like, have you been around this particular person recently? And I was like, Oh boy, I know where this is going. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: And this is, um, this is another person that works in our building. I don't want to be too specific, obviously, because it's not really my info to share, Mm -hmm. but um, I, you know, I in fact have been around him uh, and I was not, in close, uh, we 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 would just cross each other's paths, and I may have had a conversation with him, um, like when he was be maybe, you know, like sitting down at a desk, and I'd be at the door of the office, not anywhere mm. that was like too close. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm really I'm really good about wearing my mask. I, I honestly can't remember about him. I don't remember if he does or not. If he did, a, I, I can't remember all the instances we'd have. Like, oh yeah, he was there. He was there. He was there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But now. It's uh, the company that I work for, Intercom, has got really strict protocols on, you know, the COVID, as they should, mm-hmm. but it's going to kind of shake our <laughs> lives up a little bit. So, we're right now in the process, I'm, we, we may have to cut this podcast short today because we're not quite sure. Uh, we may have to go over to Johns Hopkins to go get tested really quick um, to mm-hmm. see if we can go back in the studio tomorrow mm-hmm. without um, without any kind of further Mm-hmm. Hubbub about it, or we may actually have to end up going over to Jess's place to do the show tomorrow morning. Mm. So we're not quite sure what's going to happen, but mm. I think it's like everything else in 2020—you just kind of roll with the punches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, of course, you know the first thing I do—I'm like, if in case you don't know, I'm pretty hypochondriac, <laughs> and so of course I'm like freaking out about it. Like, oh no! Like, what if I have it? Then what? Then what are we going to do? And mm-hmm. so.
1: Didn't we just have a quote about not worrying?
0: No, that was on the radio show.
1: Oh, that, know, that was
0: it. Yeah, that was the radio <laughs> show. My mom does so many quotes. for me and like, My mom actually comes on the radio show now too. And she does a video podcast with us, uh, which you can get on the Kramer and Jess Instagram page. So I know, I never know what show I've talked oh, about what and where dear. and cross promotion. And it's just,
1: well, yeah, you know, it's a lot going on. The point is, get back and listen to that. Yeah. Well,
0: but this is pretty serious, right? Like when you know you've crossed paths with somebody that definitely has it. I mean, I'm sure we've all crossed paths with somebody that, that had it without actually knowing it. You know, every time you go to um, public, I'm sure there's probably somebody that you come across that may no have it unknowingly. No
1: no but of course, now I'm like, oh, I don't know if
0: I can bring anything. I'm, I'm like, I keep like going and eating stuff or like drinking stuff to see if I can still taste, you know, like, <laughs> just thinking, okay, all right. I've taken like 14 <laughs> vitamins since then because I just want to make sure oh that I'm like, good to go. Your nose
1: is running. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it and he, feverish. I
0: mean, we, we laugh about it now, but, no, uh, not. you know, it's, it's, it not it's pretty fun, serious. Really? No. We should
1: not laugh about it. And I'm not laughing about that. What I'm saying is if you don't know, then don't worry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I want to talk to you about your pep talk yesterday because every now and then my mom would tell a story that I'm like, wait, I had no idea. I've been alive for 37 years. I never heard any, either of these stories. And I felt like the mm-hmm. the pep talk wasn't quite enough yesterday. If you haven't gone back and listened, we do a five minute pep talk. My mom does five minute pep talk every Sunday it comes out around or comes out at midnight. It's just like a five minute pep talk to kind of get you in the right. It's Sunday. It's it's light. It's, it's motivational or uh, inspirational. And so yesterday she had said on the podcast last week that she had a couple different run-ins with guardian angel and you know, I didn't, I didn't quite know what that meant. I wasn't quite <laughs> sure like, like what that meant. Um, but she, she told two stories that I feel like we kind of have to expand on because they're both so outrageous. Um, so let's start with the first one when you're talking about, you were driving, and you were 18. So for those, mm-hmm. that you just want to just tell that story.
1: So I was coming home from work on Interstate 85. It was about 5 30, 6 o'clock, whatever, rush hour. And I was going way too fast. I was going like 70 miles an hour. And I wasn't paying attention. And I and I looked up and the traffic had stopped. And I knew there was no way I could stop that car in time. And I just said to myself, I'm going to die. I mean, it just, that went through my mind and I kind of blacked out. And when I came to, I don't know, seconds later, I was in a lane ahead of that stopped traffic going the speed limit. And I was perfectly safe. And I knew that's so crazy. I knew that something miraculous had just happened to me. Something that's so crazy, absolutely to me. miraculous, had just happened to me. And, because and like you're
0: sure, you're sure that's really what happened. You weren't like smoking yeah. marijuana and just <laughs> back in your hippie day.
1: I was smoking marijuana in eighteen, but no, <laughs> not, not, not that, in that moment. day. Not coming home from work. Um, yeah no it was it was so un it was just surreal just surreal and i knew i knew that my life had been spared i'm like i don't know what just happened and what was even stranger is that i glanced back in my rearview mirror and there was all the traffic going much slower than the lane i was in
0: Wait, it was going slower than the lane you were in. I'm yeah, to figure that out. I
1: After I had blacked out.
0: Oh, I see. I see.
1: Yeah. I wow. Mean, do it, you think you
0: died? Are you dead?
1: <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know.
0: Like no bullshit. No bullshit for a second. Like, how do you explain that?
1: I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't like, explain you, it. You, you, what I do you think happened? I just believe that God had a plan for me and it wasn't my time.
0: But and like what? What? Okay. So like, let's imagine I'm the car behind you. You think your car just like disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the I person know. I really need to talk <laughs> to. Like what the fuck? Like,
1: I flew over that? all the cars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. This is not possible. This is, this is not- more important
0: people than you today to than talk to the story about, because I'd be more freaked out for the, th- for the rest of that person's life. They were like, man, I was driving that 85 one day. All of a sudden, I look up and this car just disappeared. It was so scary.
1: <laughs> and flew over off the traffic like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy.
0: That's really crazy. It's so, are crazy. you mean, could, 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 could you be
1: dead? dead. Are you dead though, for real?
0: Like, part of me is like thinks you might be dead. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be funny right now, because like that that would make a lot more sense than whatever the hell happened to you. Do you think
1: a dead woman could bear three live children? I don't know. Am I a ghost child? Like, <laughs> that's scary. That's It a, is. I mean,
0: I never heard that story. Have you ever told that story to me before? I don't think you ever told that story to me before.
1: Probably not. And I really don't talk about it very much because it is so outrageous.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So
1: outrageous. But at that time, I knew. I mean, I knew that my life had been spared, and I knew that that God had saved me, and I knew that I had a guardian angel, and from that point on. I started paying attention to guardian angels.
0: Yeah, that's, I bet you did. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. So then what's this second story? Cause this, this, this sounds even more wild.
1: I know. So this particular story, and I, I have a lot of stories about angels in my midst, yeah. things that happen that could not have happened without angels being in charge. But yeah. Um, This particular time was so strange. It's when I was working at Rainbow Village and I had um, a staff person that, unfortunately, I didn't know when I hired her, obviously, but she was really evil and she was causing a lot of chaos in our community. And I was incredibly stressed out about her. And, um, I had gone to uh, – another part of the story is I had gone to have a massage like a week before this incident happened. And my massage therapist, who's an amazing spiritual person, said, you have some really deep tissue issues, right? Is your,
0: is your phone buzzing?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Because I'm getting distracted from the story. I don't want to get distracted okay. from the story. Yep. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, uh, right where – if you had wings, your wings would be, and it's like someone's trying to clip your wings.
0: Oh my God, are you dead, mom? And she
1: said, I'm always- think you might be dead. She said, since I've known you, which had been about five years at that point, she said, I've always thought you were an angel on earth. And she said, so, you know, I just want you to, I want you to just go and stretch your arms out to the sky and invite the Holy Spirit into your life, blah, blah, blah. Um, which I did, and um, which I've known about. There's another part of that story I won't go into. But anyway, a couple of days later, I'm at Rainbow Village, and the person that's in charge of doing the presentation to this group of about 50 people from a church was running late. So I went in and started doing the the Rainbow Village presentation.
0: Wait, so you, this is the, the person that was late was the person you don't like?
1: No, this is the story of my angel appearing to me.
0: Okay. So you're in front of a group of people right now?
1: I'm in front of a group of people of about 50 people, and um, they were there for a work day, and it was a church down in Atlanta, and there was a man sitting against the side wall, and when I saw him, I recognized him. And as I continued talking about three or four minutes into my spiel, I noticed tears were running down his eyes. And I thought, wow, you know, he's probably had this kind of experience. But it was strange because I I knew it was like, where have I known him from before? One of those kind of things. So when I finished, I walked over to him immediately and I said, Do I know you? And he said, You know me because you know God. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> yeah like, what? I'm, I'm sorry. Like, hmm? Wow. and it was strange and so I said, um, well, what is your name? And he said, Michael, Archangel the Archangel Michael is the angel of protection and I really needed protection from this evil person, right And um, I said, do you live nearby?" And he said, he said, yeah, I'm always um, he said, I'm very close to here but he wouldn't tell me where he lived. And so we proceeded with a tour, and we're walking through, and I'm doing the tour. And we got to the chapel, and I kind of lost touch with him. Yeah. And everyone went before us. And when I turned around at the elevator, he was standing behind me. And I said, oh, I lost you. And he said, no, you've never lost me. And I was like, oh, and I knew. I mean, I just knew that he was my guardian angel. I knew it intuitively. And then I got on the elevator to go down, and I turned around, and he wasn't there. (laughs)
2: That's so weird.
1: He wasn't there. He wasn't there. And to make the story even more bizarre, I called that church the next day. Yeah. To inquire about this person, there was no such person on their roster.
0: It's bizarre. But no there's no like no huge like spiritual moment of like, here's the meaning of life. Or no, no,
1: no. I'm gonna th- die. Th- in no, what I knew about that was that my guardian angel was Michael, and that was the angel of protection, and that I was being protected.
0: Why do you think your life is like this?
1: Um, and
0: here's the reason I ask, and I don't, I don't want to make this all about me, but I, like you and my brother, have had some really cool spiritual experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm just out here in the world, just floating alone. <laughs> like I've never had any kind of spiritual experience, and I, I. This is why when people, and we're gonna talk about, let's talk about spirituality for a second. This is why I really question about a spirit or God or whatever you want to say, because I don't have any, I'm so much of an actuality kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just need, I just need proof Mm -hmm. of something. Like if I swear to you, my car disappeared and then reappeared, I'd be like, cool. (laughs) Like, okay, I got it. (laughs) You know? (laughs)
1: Like
0: if some man showed up and is like, you know me because you know God, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. okay, got it. Cool. (laughs) I, I questioned it because I don't, I, I have a hard time with faith. I always, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't just, I can't just turn my life over to something that I don't even know
2: mm-hmm. is
0: real or true. And I'm not sitting here trying to say, I don't believe in God or, or that. I do believe no. there's something, but I just don't have, I've never had an experience. I feel like especially, and I think when your life gets hard, mm-hmm. you also really question a lot. You're like, why is all this bad stuff happening? Mm-hmm. Like instead of an angel, do I have a devil following mm-hmm. me around? Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> I I don't know. Like I I just I can't understand. It, it's yeah, probably it's a lot so, of people like you. I mean, unlike you, more like me. But like I don't even know. what I'm trying to ask right now, but I'm well, just like it's
1: really beyond understanding. And that's why I don't share these stories. Right. Because it's truly it's beyond the world. It's beyond the world. It's really in. God's spiritual realm, and I believe that um, God reveals God's self to us. I don't call him himself or herself, but God reveals God's spirit to us in different ways at different times in just the way that we need it if, in fact, your heart is open to it and your mind is open to it. And not closed. And a part of that has to do with learning to meditate and be open to what is and allowing the spirit to move within you.
0: And that's how you can make your car disappear on the highway.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, that was my <laughs> first. That was my first aha moment. There is something bigger. Much I think,
0: but I think we all would feel that way. Me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Much bigger than me.
1: Well, I'm, here. I'm still out
0: here. I'm still out here trying. Still 37 years. Still trying. Oh, to God's watching right over you.
1: God's definitely watching over you.
0: Okay, let's get to our quote for today, Mom.
1: Okay. So this, of course, has to do with angels.
0: Hmm, how appropriate! It's like it was planned.
1: I <laughs> so planned it. I don't often get to do that, but today I did. So okay.
0: to be to be completely honest, I feel like we in, in true authenticity of this podcast that that one segment on angels was actually recorded yesterday, and yesterday's episode was so long, I had to cut something, and so my mom had a little bit of a heads up on this next quote. It's not like I don't want you to think this is all perfectly planned out, people.
1: Yeah, that good. We're not that good. This, that good. Is, this is very. As a rule, as a general rule, this is very impromptu. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I got notification, you know, five minutes before it's time to roll with it.
0: That's right. That's so show business, baby. I was business, laughing
1: baby. because <laughs> on Callie's Instagram, she was saying that Sunday's That's the Callie da- Dollar,
0: by the way, Callie it's, Dollar uh, upside. She's a sister Jeff podcast. Jeff and
1: Callie love them. She was saying, "Well, Sunday was spent planning their podcast," and I was like, "Wow." Isn't yeah, that their, interesting? Their podcast,
0: I'll tell you what, they honestly, they're they're so much more professional than our podcast. Like, I, we've been over to Jeff's house before and they have like real equipment. You know, my mom and I just talking to these janky mics that are, they're kind of used for like Zoom calls, you know, they're not for like professional. Like, Jeff's got professional broadcast equipment. They have like a whiteboard, they go and they have like the whole show layout. So they just kind of go through it every day. I know yeah. they court record all of their commercials on Sunday. Right. Like, we just, we actually record our, I don't know if you can tell, but we, <laughs> I'm sure you can. We record our like commercials like in real time, you know, with no real prep on where to go with it. And we do everything
1: in real time. Yeah,
0: supposed to be 60 seconds, but they go on for like four minutes typically. And when you listen to the Upside Podcast, that's a real professional podcast. They deserve a lot of credit because they put a lot of work it into is, that show.
1: But with all due respect, they do live together. That's true. I'm My in mom Georgia. And I are. And you're in Baltimore. Five states away or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. So I digress. All right. So today's quote is from Scott Curran, who's an inspirational author. And he says, be kind to strangers because it's the loving thing to do. Also, you never know. They could be angels. Mm. Yeah. So all the angels in my life. Have appeared as strangers, that's
0: true. It's not like you really knew some. I you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking because I said that we you know, to be honest, we recorded that angel thing yesterday, yes, and i i I think you might be dead or something. <laughs> I really do like. That's such a weird story. I've never heard a story like that before in my life, you know? I Like, yeah. never.
1: I like, know, you and honestly. I might for real be an
0: angel. Like, we, like, I joke about my mom and mom's, like, being an angel, <laughs> but I really think you might be. You no. might for real be an angel.
1: I don't know that I'm an angel, but I, what I do know is that that story about Michael is very sacred to me because it's so far out there that right. the reason I never told it was for that very reason. People will think I've lost my mind. Probably. Uh, I mean, uh, I,
0: I would say there's probably somebody listening to this, it's just cuckoo. And I <laughs> mean, it does, it does sound crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can just vouch for my mom because, I mean, she's a little crazy, but not that crazy. Uh, well, both
1: those stories are very bizarre.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd I don't know so. if somebody
1: told me that. And I never had anything near a similar experience if I could believe that. I mean, I would believe that, actually. But most people in general— Would say, "Mm, she's a little off the charts (laughs) (laughs) little
0: cuckoo that Nancy Nancy. Yancy. Um, you know, I what about that? What have we all thought about? Because we're going into a pretty, you know, contentious time. I don't think I have to tell you what's in through two weeks, three Mm -hmm. weeks, three weeks, Mm -hmm. entering into the twenty twenty election. Probably Mm -hmm. one of them going to be the one of the most dramatic. I feel like it's the Bachelor, like Mm -hmm. it's the most dramatic Mm -hmm. season yet. Mm -hmm. Um. And we were obviously, honestly, I don't know about you, mom, but I feel a little less like maybe because I'm so busy and so I don't have as much time to keep up with it, but I feel a little less like there's as much contention. I mean, hmm. I know that like the, the stakes are higher than ever right, between the mm-hmm. two candidates. I understand that. But I feel like with people, I don't mm-hmm. feel the tension as much when it comes to like like everyday people. I don't hmm. feel like this. The last time I felt like this really deep separation yes. between us. And maybe it's just because we've just become so used to the two candidates of the two sides now that it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as Jar before it was like, wow, because, you know, we call it what you want. But Donald Trump was a pretty uh, dynamic character coming into the political world. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was almost like, wait, are you going to who's going to vote for this guy? Or Mm -hmm. like, I love this guy. He's so different. And, I you know, so unique that I can't imagine not voting for him. And it was Mm -hmm. just a very
1: I feel like now do you feel that same like. Well, yeah, but I'll tell you exactly why that is. Who do we talk to?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've already not, weeded out all your I friends mean, <laughs> the way you don't. You know
1: what I'm saying, no, <laughs> but what true. I mean is we're not socializing. That's true. We're not in social yeah. gatherings.
0: Not like you're at parties where
1: we would have those conversations. Right. right I mean, that's true. yeah. And if we were socializing, I'm quite sure that those conversations <laughs> would be happening, and you and would feel four. the tension.
0: You've had four years to clear out all your friends that don't vote like you off your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> According to you, there's probably nobody voting other, other way but the way no. you vote. So,
1: no, you have to remember my BFF is of a different opinion politically than me. Yeah, Let's just yeah, say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, so the point i was trying to make is, what happens if we just assumed for a second that every stranger we didn't know was an angel?
1: You know, mm-hmm. I could be, oh, I mean, you
0: don't know, yeah. you don't know, you don't know. We don't oh, know. Oh yeah. You know? Like how would we treat people differently?
1: Yes. If you
0: exactly. knew that everyone that politically was different than you was actually an angel, that'd be, that would be something tricky. Yeah. Whatever your political party is, imagine that every uh, other person that didn't vote the way you did was an angel. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> Just
0: imagine that for a how second. How
1: about the people that we shun? How about yeah. the people that we look away from? Yeah. I.e. homeless people. Right. And we don't want to have contact with them. What if they're all angels? I think that would be a beautiful thing to think of if you were to see everyone in the world as an angel. Yeah. How that might change your perception, which was our quote for yesterday from Alan Alda about your assumptions, right? Yep. Yep. Um, To sort of clear your windshield and look at your assumptions and why do I assume that? Yeah. yeah. it's a good quote.
0: Okay. We come back here in a second, and we are going to get to ask my mom. If they've got a secret in their marriage, and they are said, do we ever need to tell our kids this? And I think every parent can probably relate to what you let your kids into or not, but this, this situation is quite unique. And we'll get to it here next on the Certified Moms Boy podcast. And we told you yesterday that we have become a HelloFresh family. We're actually—I don't—I can't speak for you, mother, but I'm pretty excited about this.
1: Mm-hmm, me too. And I hope they deliver to my door.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh God, <laughs> please. <laughs> As an <laughs> advertiser, please don't, don't screw the shipping part up because I don't want to, you can't talk trash about them. Uh, so, hell, we're, we're actually, we're pumped about this. And we're, we're kind of inviting you to do the same thing because listen, 2020, you're you're busy. You got a lot going on and you spend so much time in the kitchen or running to the grocery store. I wish you would actually keep a log. It's way too much work. Nobody's going to do this. But keep a log of how much time you spend either prepping for food, making food, cleaning up from food, all of that. And imagine like cutting that time in half. And that's what we're going to do with our friends over at America's number one meal kit, which is called HelloFresh. I mean, it's cool because they literally just, you know, a kit shows up at your door and the recipes they have are so uh, so easy to follow and they're quick to make and it gives you time back into your day, right? Mm -hmm. You can actually save 40% by using HelloFresh versus actually shopping at your local grocery store and it's way more convenient. So, we just signed up and our box is going to come this week and so what we're doing is we're inviting you to come too. And they've got all different kind of things like if you want a low calorie box i got that you're like i'm gonna diet perfect they got you covered vegetarian kid-friendly recipes so because you're like well i got kids and i want to feed them some fancy stuff um that's cool Like all of it you know it's it's fresh high quality pre-portioned ingredients so you can make the meals that are delicious and nutritious for you so hmm. uh, mom thoughts on hello fresh
1: well oh, i'm excited about it and maggie is here with us this week maggie and our uh, one of our grand dogs Winnie. Can we refer to
0: her as, as Drum Maggie, please?
1: Drum <laughs> For for, for
0: branding purposes. <laughs> and our
1: Georgia grand dog are both here with us this week. Not that I'll be preparing food for her, um, even though she would love that for Winnie. I will be yeah. preparing food for Maggie. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because Drum Maggie Dr-Maggie can share in that as well. And um, I love the fact that they're so charitable too. You know yeah. my heart. I mean, you know, they give to charity. They, they donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019. Yeah. And this year, they're stepping up their food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus.
0: So, it's like you're you're, you're giving into something good, too. There's just so many reasons of why you should try it. And here's the best part. Now, not only one are we all going to cook meals together and talk about it and be able to share, but mm. if you go to HelloFresh.com slash 80Kramer, 80Kramer, and then use the code 80Kramer, so, you know, for HelloFresh.com slash 80Kramer, uh, you're going to get a total of $80 off across five different boxes. Mm. And it's free shipping included on your, on your first box as well. So, um, I... I just, listen, we're going to try it and we're going to love it. And you're going to do it too. And let's just see how it goes. And uh, we're going to kind of fall in love and become this hello, fresh family.
1: (laughs) And what have you got to lose, right? That's right. It's less than going to the grocery store. It's quicker. It's nutritious. It's fresh. It's delivered to your door. You don't have to go out and get it. And I can't wait to see all those photos on Instagram or our certified fans page of all your yummy meals. Yep. I'm, we can start I'm sharing mine.
0: So hellofresh.com slash 80 Kramer, and then use the promo code 80 Kramer for $80 off your uh, five boxes. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage Okay. Ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. Uh, it's an advice segment. And like, how much, like how much do you let your kids on, in on family secrets? Which mom, don't answer that question. <laughs> There's probably some family <laughs> secrets I don't want to know. We so should probably start the conversation off like that
1: today. Okay. Um, I promise I won't tell you. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so in the meantime, let's
0: say how to our certified fans before we get to that. Thank you so much for everybody that supports this show. We take time out of every show to say thank you, and we mean it from the bottom of our hearts because you guys are the ones to keep this show going. You believe in our mission, and you believe in the community that we're building, and it's not possible. Like Every single certified fan is like a building block into this project, and... So we just want to make sure that you know that we are very thankful for you and we're giving you perks back and we're working on some new stuff to kind of revamp either. Probably it's probably going to be after the holidays, maybe the Q1 of next year. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know that I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it in November. Then Thanksgiving's going to be here. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it in December. Then yeah, holidays just like, no, yeah. not happening. So let's just say in the, in the new year, January, <laughs> we're planning on kind of re, revamping the program. But I recommend joining now because the price is going to go up in January. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to say we can't use your extra dollar or two, but, um, you know, in now we'd love it so uh our uh, certified fan of the day is Lisa M Lisa M who is from Toronto how about that wow how
1: love about it. that
0: crossing what? the border man love that
1: love that.
0: Lisa, we'd love to know thank how you, you found our podcast, um, and she was also a yearly donor. So thank you so much for that.
1: Oh, so really special! Really appreciate
0: that support. So mm-hmm. if you, um, if you have got, if you want, want to become a certified fan, just text the word fans, F A N S, to eight 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 Kramer eight, and let's uh, let's get you on there okay, let's get into ask my mom. Now this is an advice segment that we do a couple times a week. And all we do is we ask for you to tell us the, uh, to tell us like, what you need help with. Like what's, what's that thing you might need some advice with. You might feel embarrassed going to friends or family. And instead you can just write us and either my mom's got some good advice or i I may, I don't know. I feel like I don't really offer much to this segment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then you, that's when you come in too, because if you've been through something like this, that's when you can step in and be like, I know exactly what to do or here's what I did and don't do it. Um, um, yes. So get ready to call to The phone number, of course, eight 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 Kramer eight. Okay. Listen, this is a tricky. This is a really, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, It says uh, she says she started by saying, "I, I know I need to to join BetterHelp, but I thought I would start with your mom first, which <laughs> that's an online therapy that we advertise for." Uh, yes.
2: So this is a, this is, is a really mom sensitive,
1: is much different than BetterHelp. Just I, saying. I agree, but this In this may actually be too deep. Opinion. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, She said, this is a really sensitive situation, but hoping you, your mom or someone listening has some feedback. Please don't use my name. My husband and I have been together for more than 10 years and have three kids. Went through a rocky patch a few years ago when we were separated for about a year. During this time, we both had new relationships, but I got pregnant with my boyfriend who vanished as soon as he found out. I haven't been able to contact him since. In the meantime, my husband and I decided that we we would work on things and get back together. Uh, He knew that I was pregnant at the time. We now have three young kids. The youngest who has a different biological father, but my husband is his father in every single way. He's on the birth certificate. He loves and cares for the child the same as he does the other kids, and they all call him dad. What we have differences about is when to tell them. My husband thinks that we should try to explain to the older kids the situation before they figure it out because of timing. I don't think that we should ever tell them because I don't think they could ever figure it out. And I don't want m- want my youngest to even know the truth. Mom and Nancy, please help. That's, yeah, that's a tricky, mm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tricky situation, so man. Wow. Wow. wow, 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 wow. Okay. So 888 Kramer 8, and this is, again, a very unique situation that it, I think for proper advice would take counseling just to, you know oh, to be completely definitely. let's be upfront sometimes we're just like sometimes it's like kind of you know silly not maybe not silly but manageable Mm -hmm. stuff this is a pretty deep situation but i think we could hear from if somebody either has an adopted child or is an adopted child and how uh or even like in that situation where you found out that your parent wasn't the parent you thought they were and did you find out young did you find out later did you wish you didn't find out Did you wish you didn't you know you you wish you would have found out sooner i I don't i don't know um so all we have is our opinions. But, you know, if you've got a story like that, 888 kramer it'd be super helpful.
1: Okay, Mom, mm. thoughts? Ah, first of all, God bless them. That, that is quite a dilemma. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't been in that situation, of course, and I'm anxious to hear from those of you who have um, because I've known people that have been in similar situations and every case has been different. Yes, yeah. I mean, sometimes they've been told when they were younger, older, sometimes it's been good, sometimes it's been not so good. It's been all over the map, but I would, if it were my children and I was the parent, I think that I would wait until they were older, meaning maybe 18 or so. Um, so that they could, or maybe even older, perhaps understand. Are you mean
0: all of them? Because it sounds like it sounds like the older older ones are older, and the, the youngest one, you know, is young. Uh,
1: do you think there's a gap there?
0: Yeah, I mean if that's what it would appear like. And again, we mm-hmm. don't know the details, but it seems like the older one is old because you saying they start putting together the timeline. I would feel like to even understand that kind of concept, mm-hmm. it would take a little bit of age on you.
1: Well, I guess I guess my sense of it is that I would want to wait until they had some real life experience so right. that they can understand better how that could happen. Like, mm-hmm. how do you explain that to an adolescent? Right. Or youth. I mean, how do you explain that? But if they're older, meaning 18, 21, maybe even older. You know, they've had some life experiences and they can understand maybe how relationships go wrong. And, you know, kudos to them for, you know, taking care of their children. Right. Yeah. um, You know, melding them together as a family. I mean, have great respect for them for doing that.
0: You know, part Um, of me is wondering. And again, I don't have it. This is just literally I'm just going through my brain. Um, like, do they ever have to know? <laughs> like, hmm. do they ever have to know? Honestly, like, hmm. does it? Will it change? I, you know, I always feel like if the kid is with a health history and stuff like that, right? That's always hmm. like important. But oh yeah, like, do they ever? Do do they really ever need to know? And that may sound ignorant, but I'm just like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, why even tell them ever?
1: But how would you feel if? Let's say you were older and your parents were deceased and somehow you found out through DNA, genetic testing, whatever, that you didn't belong to the family you thought – to the biological family you thought you did.
0: So to be completely honest, I don't – I can't answer that question, you know. Well, can I. Because but- I don't think any of us can know what that must feel like. Um. Because then I can well, I could turn that turn question around has been too, through it. right? Yeah, exactly. I because I my last producer and I worked over in, in San Diego he was adopted I know it really it really messed with his head
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: really tricky on him and so I'm just like ah uh, I mean they never really had to know and then like is it like the end of the world you know like if they just the thing didn't, is
1: they could find out yeah by some crazy situation i don't know right um and then i think it would be even harder to face if your parents had not told you right if they had been honest are you outside right now there's a very loud bird behind you (laughs) (laughs) no but you know i have a bird feeder right outside my window
0: is your window closed or is it open
1: no, it's closed but wow
0: that's a very loud bird
1: they're very active and they're, quite, and they're quite fun to watch <laughs> I
0: see that.
1: Uh, you know i think this is
0: going to take some some expertise but if you've got a story mm-hmm. like this and you've got some obviously that's a really tr- a, tr- a tricky spot to be in so 888 kramer 8 888 k-r-a-m-e-r-8 and let's get some phone calls going this week about it
1: yes All right, because Mom. experience is the best teacher and our For stories sure. are powerful when we share them with others. I know. This is a little bird chicken thing. So She's so excited. So, so All right, excited. I love you. Okay. Love you forever, honey.
0: Okay. It's time for the good news, friends. There's a lot of good stuff going on in the world. I promise you that. Let's start over in Arizona. We got some family over in Arizona. Listening family. Shout out Arizona. Uh, you know, I think having one child have to go through a medical emergency has gotta be scary, right? Uh, there's this one family over in Arizona that's actually experienced this three times, once with every single one of their young kids. Uh, the couple's name is Sarah and Jason, and they are now counting their blessings after their toddlers were diagnosed with a rare heart condition and then each had to have life-saving heart transplants. The kids didn't actually have any symptoms of their condition, which is I'm mean, restrictive cardiomyopathy. Ooh, look at that. Ooh. Yeah, Um, until they were at least one year old. Uh, For the big sister, Isabella, who is now four years old, it was a few weeks after her second birthday in 2018. And unfortunately, she received a heart transplant just a few months later in May. Her two-year-old twin brothers, whose name is Jackson and Jason, they followed with the transplants in June and September this year. All the surgeries were successful. And the kids now have a second chance of life thanks to organ donors and the experts over at Phoenix Children's Hospital, which we worked with them a couple of different times when I uh, worked over in Phoenix. Good team. Uh, Their mom says, it's so easy to take every single day for granted. I want them to grow up being thankful that their heart beats for two and never forget that. It's a sweet story. Uh, Okay, let's go down now. This is a cute story over in California, San Francisco, the Bay Area. Um, There was a missing ring-tailed lemur. He is back now in his San Francisco zoo, thanks to the help of a young boy. Mackay, who is a 21-year-old animal, the lemur, is believed to have been stolen from his enclosure during a burglary because the evidence of a forced entry was shown according to the San Francisco police. But luckily, the 5-year-old James spotted Mackay the next afternoon playing at a church playground just 10 minutes from the zoo. (laughs) When James' mom came to pick him up from school, he told her, call the zookeeper, and they did, and they a young animal lover helped get Makai back to the zoo, where he was found to be in good health.
1: In gray, black, and, white. Like way look.
0: and James knew exactly what to do with a wild animal on the loose. Oh the There's a lot going on in the world right now, so uh, it was good to just have, a, have, have some good news. Uh, Tonight, at least. Uh, Ringtail lemurs, by the way, have an average lifespan of about 16 years, so Makai was considered a senior lemur. He's beloved by the staff and the visitors to the zoo, and everyone's grateful for his safe return. I just think it's funny. The 10-year-old's like, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a lemur over there. We should probably call the zoo. (laughs) That's cute. Okay, made me laugh for today. We could all use a good laugh right now, right? Um, We're we're talking about guardian angels and saying there's somebody looking out for you, right? Well, uh, this guy's got a really funny perspective of His name is J.C. Curris, C-U-R-R-A-I-S. And somebody must be looking out for him. Well are they? I hate this
2: phrase I don't like this phrase somebody must have really been looking out for him I don't like that phrase cause the only time you hear that phrase is when something really awful happens to somebody but it doesn't go awful enough <laughs> did you hear about Tom? he fell out of a two story building broke his spine but he lived through it somebody must have really been looking out for him <laughs> nobody was looking out for Tom <laughs> nobody even told him there was an open window behind him If somebody would have really been looking out for Tom, when he fell out of the window, he would have landed on a trampoline. It would have bounced him right into another open window where there was a porn star sitting there with her legs spread open, right inside of her. Whoa! This worked out kind of (laughs) good. Somebody must have really been looking out for me. (laughs) All
0: right, thank you so much. I love it. If you love the show to become a certified fan, like I said, we're probably going to raise the price... It's not going to be November, but maybe December, January, the latest. And, you know, I'd love to get you in now. Start supporting the podcast. Let's keep this thing going. Actually, I'm, I I will tell you. Uh, this is, you probably don't care about telling anyway, me. I met with a guy today who might be the producer of the podcast. So we are making big things happen over here, but it's only going to happen with your support. And I feel like I'm a PBS special now, but we do need your support. So it's text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer8. Thank you so much for your support. I love you. We'll see you back here for a moment in Kramer history tomorrow.
2: Hey, Kramer. It's Joanne calling from San Diego. I just wanted to call um, about the person who had the car problems and the quoted $8,000. I had two ideas one being um, I'm also an essential worker in healthcare and I would full-on ask if they have a discount for essential employees Um, and then the other thing is it depends on your insurance um, but my insurance um, here in San Diego I had something happen to my car and it required a lot of um, mechanical work and they actually covered all of it, it was covered under my insurance policy. So I only had to pay the $500 deductible and everything else was covered, which was kind of amazing. So those are two options to look into. And then um, the other thing is, if it's really gonna be that much money, I would just get a different car. I would trade it in and get a new car, Um, but that's just me. All right, well, love you forever and sending lots of love to Kiki. Hey Kramer, this is Valerie from San Diego and I'm here in tears. You guys had talked about my chihuahua that was 15 and he passed away. And I just want you to know that Kiki can feel your energy. So even though she can't hear it, if you feel love and you feel gratitude and you, you hold her and you make her feel safe, it's gonna mean the world for her. Just remember, if you give her that energy, You give her a loving energy and you're there. She will feel it through this hard time. Okay,
1: that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.